When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movie and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Fay, And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And this week on the podcast, we're wrapping up our holiday movie month with, uh, it's been requested for a couple years now, Elf, everybody! We love it. Oh, I love Farrell. it. Yeah. I love this movie. It's pretty good. I love this movie so much. It now, I, I don't, I'm not a big Christmas movie person. I don't appreciate, I, I don't know, I just don't get it. Fair enough. Elf is pure fire. I love yeah. it. Front to back, no notes, love it. It's great. It's It had me thinking, I was like, this has definitely become a Christmas classic, and it really made me think of, like, what is the criteria for it to become a Christmas classic? Because mm. you know what I mean? Like, they keep making Christmas movies every year. But I feel like there's only a few that you would ever go back to to be like, this is a Christmas movie. Okay, well, I think, number one, important to feel the love. Okay, yeah. you've got to feel, you got to feel, there's got to be some some big love plot line, okay? Mm-hmm. Generally family. Yeah. Okay, that's very important. Number two, for well, at least for me, to be a classic has to make me laugh several times. Yep. Has to make me laugh. We've got to have whimsical characters. This one almost combines, this one combines like several different like Christmas classic tropes of like the like almost like that that uh, claymation characters yeah 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 and you know the idea of like you we've got to use Christmas spirit <laughs> to save to, Christmas to, and power to save Santa Christmas slaves. like it's just it, it's just woven very nicely yeah together. it's, it's uh, this movie's actually like kind of a um, an homage to Christmas classic Christmas movies, in and a I think way. that's what maybe made it a classic. Yeah, yeah, and then Will Ferrell obviously being great in it ah. can't hurt. Uh, oh no! Yeah, it's great. Yeah, check it out, um, guys. But if you haven't seen Elf, I'm about to ruin it for you as much as it can be ruined. Uh, but uh, basically, what happens is uh, we open up on uh, Santa visiting uh, a, a nursery or an orphanage, I should say, and this baby gets out of their uh, crib and crawls into Santa's bag, and wouldn't you know it. Um, gets brought to the North Pole and is uh, adopted by one of the elves, played by Bob Newhart, which is great. Um, and uh, this human is named Buddy, and he grows up at the North Pole as one of Santa's elves. Um, obviously, he's like six feet taller than any of the other elves, uh, or much, much taller than the rest of the elves. He doesn't fit in. He can't make toys. Um, kind of, you know, out of place all the time. He's told at 30 that he is actually not an elf he is a human which is so (laughs) obvious to anybody um and that his father um fell in love with a girl in like what the the 70s or whatever 77 or whatever um um she got pregnant gave him up for adoption without his father ever knowing that he was born and uh, his mother subsequently dies. This is all just backstory. So he, he decides to go to New York City to meet his real dad, Walter, played by James Kahn, who is uh, um, a children's uh, book publisher and is like very businessy and being like, nah, just ship out, ship out the books without the pages in them. The kids won't care. 
Um, he has a wife, um, uh, Mary Steenbergen, who I've always, oh, God, you, you see her in a Will Ferrell movie, you're like, this is excellent. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's, the, you're so good. Yes. <laughs> as a comedian, uh, just as a comedian in general, mm-hmm. I love her. Like, so good. Um, her and Will Ferrell, though, just something about them together is great. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that's the wife, and they have their own kid, and he's, like, not really a family guy anyway. You know, he's, like, running off to, like, do business stuff. So Buddy shows up, and it's, like, all chaos, and, you know, he's costing his his uh, dad, like, jo- like, his job and things like that, screwing things up for him. Um, and then... Uh, uh, he also meets uh, Jovi, played by Zoe Deschanel, who is like also uh, dressed up as an elf, but like because she's working in a department store, and they kind of strike up something. Um, and then uh, at the very end, it's uh, um, they have to make up for this book that they put out without missing pages. So they have to do a pitch on Christmas Eve to this board of directors, and they get uh, uh, Miles Finch, played by Peter Dinklage, in. Um, who's like the best, not the best kids novelist or not novelist storybookist <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that there is. They compare him to Dr. Seuss and everything. And, um, a buddy, uh, screws that up for his dad by calling him an elf. Uh, and Peter Dinklage, uh, uh, a f- full on, uh, double foot <laughs> beats the shit, shit out, out of him. him. Like running jump yes. two feet to the chest. <laughs> Uh, Flips them. <laughs> yeah, love to see it. Um, and then, uh, yeah, then he, Walter's got to do the big pitch, and then he's like, no, Buddy's ran away, because uh, uh, Walter snaps at him being like, uh, you know, you're not my real son, and I never wanted you, and all the rest. And then they go and pursue him. They they get, Santa's sleigh crashes in Central Park. Buddy uh, knows how to fix it, and they've got to get Christmas spirit up, so uh, Jovi starts singing Christmas carols, and Walter's like, feels the spirit of the season and gets together with his family. Everyone's <laughs> singing and Santa's sleigh takes off. <laughs> and that's uh, it's kind of the movie. That's fucking Christmas, baby, that's right Christmas. there. That's yeah. Christmas. There's a lot more that happens in this movie. than I, Like, I thought this would be a pretty quick synopsis, and I'm just like, oh, that detail matters. That detail matters. <laughs> it's an awesome movie, though. It's Christmas in a cup. It's great. <laughs> it is. It's wonderful. And before we get to, uh, well, uh, who's the villains of this movie? Oh, who's the, it's it's Walter. Yeah, it's Walter. <laughs> it's, it's Walter and maybe maybe um, Peter Dinklage's character a yeah, li- like yeah. slightly just for like being a diva. But other than that, I would say those are those are our main characters. Maybe his boss at um, at the department store. Oh yeah, yeah. But he's I more mean, of like just fu- he's just <laughs> losing it. <laughs> and I'm I'm on board with. Every single person in this, I'm gonna defend them. Yes, to, of to course. The nines, uh, <laughs> man, um, he's not. He's not. I would act the same way. Is what I'm yes. <laughs> well, because it's that thing of um, nobody knows what he's saying is real, so you have to put him in the box of being like mentally unwell. <laughs> Yes. You're like, we're adults. We don't believe in the North Pole. We don't believe in Santa. So when you show up at my office unannounced, without a phone call at all, and are like, I'm your son. I'm also an elf. I'm from the North Pole. My name's Buddy. You're like, that's crazy. That's craziness. That's wild. Like, Call security, get that guy tossed out, you know? Absolutely. 
No, everything that guy does. You're like, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I honestly, I think one of the worst. I was like, I wouldn't let that man in my home. <laughs> oh, no. No. Okay. Son or not, biologically or not, I'm not letting you in my house. <laughs> no. And because that's... I like also because I have a kid. Yes. Oh, you don't know this guy. You don't know what he's capable of. You don't know. Like, you don't know if he's like a harmless nut or full psychotic. This is like the same plot line as in, in, in Enchanted. Mm, yeah. He's like, yeah, we got to let the princess sleep on our couch. <laughs> it's like, I don't know about <laughs> what that. What else are we going to do? You have a child. <laughs> <laughs> that comes, that takes precedence. Yeah. Of the, the safety of your child. Um, yeah, it's, it's, um, yeah, you're absolutely right. He's nuts. He's nuts. And like, I'm going to make the argument. I'm going to just get this out front here that a lot of the excuses that are given for Buddy's behavior is like, he's an elf. He was raised at the North Pole. If you just knew how elves acted, he wouldn't be acting strange at all. He just doesn't know the social conventions here. And I'm here to call fucking bullshit on Whoa, that. okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. One. <laughs> this guy's bouncing off the walls. He's going crazy. He's like, he's, he's, um, he's a maniac. Mm -hmm. None of the other elves we see at the North Pole at the beginning are acting like that. None of them are get overly excited. None of them are like, his father is fucking Bob Newhart. The stammering, uh -huh. <laughs> slow-paced Bob Newhart. All right, well, let me push back on that for a okay. second and state that I would say, <laughs> I didn't say no, I would say at a biological level. <laughs> okay. Um, with the diet he's having. Oh! <laughs> That's got to that's got to evoke a different behavioral pattern. Oh, <laughs> than I mean, the elves. <laughs> his brain is fried. That's my point. Well, no, but to say like if he was eating because he's a human, right? Yeah. The reason why all the elves are bouncing off the walls is because they're fucking elves. Yeah, they can this handle is, it. This is the diet that they normally have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they if say... I think if I was chugging, like, and don't get me wrong, team. Oh, my God. Would I love to chug a bottle of maple syrup every oh. day? Absolutely. Oh, that is just... That's, that's God's... That's the Lord's nectar right there. <laughs> okay. Absolutely <laughs> delightful. Okay, but I can't... I can't. <laughs> yeah. I'm a human. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. And they say so like, maybe that's why. But I like I like it. Yeah, no, but that goes into my argument though. Oh, okay. like he's de he's deranged because what do they say the the four food groups of an elf are what like candy, syrup, sh uh, like it's basically four forms of sugar. Yeah. I can't even I wrote it down, but I can't find it. And it's just like thirty years of that, thirty mm. years of eating nothing but sugar. That like he looks good. <laughs> yeah, right? Honestly, it looks pretty good. And he <laughs> says that he gets a full 40 minutes of sleep every night. Which makes sense <laughs> if you're having that much sugar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but you can't sustain that. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. Like, a Christmas Eve, I'm hopped up on sugar. I slept 40 minutes last night. You can't, I'm sorry, you can't do that at 30. That's insane. <laughs> that's that's going to cause physical harm to your body if you're doing that 365 days a year. Yeah, I think if I do like, like two days back to back where I don't eat well, <laughs> my body's like, what the fuck 
is going on out there. Yeah, they're like trying to pull spinach from like the recesses of your bones or something. Yeah. Just be like, please, <laughs> something good. We think you had a salad last week. <laughs> that counts, right? There was lettuce on that hamburger. Uh, you ever do that though? I did. I had this the other day where I like I made like a nice stir fry, like mm-hmm. a little bok choy, some mm-hmm. like you know some nice uh, vegetables and stuff like that, and then wasn't really flavored all that extremely and i ate it and i was like oh this is so good and then i was like that's a problem oh that yeah is a when, huge problem when fruit or veg hits your lips and your whole body goes yeah <laughs> <laughs> that means you're actually missing something in your diet like that's like actively you're like yeah whatever that thing is you're if you're if it tastes extra good that means you needed vitamins you needed that <laughs> you, a week ago yeah, yeah yeah you needed those vitamins it's like when you take when you uh don't realize you're you're thirsty yeah and then you take a sip of water and all of a sudden you're chugging but like you don't know why it's like something over is overriding your your, your hands your movements yes. everything you can't release the cup it's on yeah and you're <laughs> you're actively like <laughs> jesus christ okay yeah <laughs> Well, or, that, that, it took that us, was going to be soundbited for sure. It took us 10 minutes to get off the fucking rails already. Uh, um, just cycle back just quickly. I do want to, I, I forgot to mention this. One one small villain here, which refers oh. to uh, your point about not inviting him in, which is John Favreau's doctor character. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, Walter goes and gets a DNA test from, to be like, are you my biological son? And it comes back positive, right? And John Favreau's uh, advice is, oh, just, you know, just spend time with him. Bring him into your house. Just spend time with him. Yeah, he's acting all nuts and he thinks that he's an elf. But that's probably just because, like, he's reverted to a childhood state and just needs attention. And I'm sure he'll come out of it in a couple days. One, that is terrible advice to give to someone. You, uh, uh, two, uh, you're a, a podiatrist. Not a podiatrist, sorry. A pediatrician. Podiatrist is foot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired right now. I was like, yes, yes, yeah, tell yeah, me yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're a, like, he's a pediatrician. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, he's not qualified to evaluate this guy in terms of his mental health or, like, fitness or whatever. You know, like, mm-hmm. like just, yeah, take him in your home. It'll be fine. He's acting, like... No, that's a that's a flat out villain in my mind. Absolutely. Okay. So Okay, let's get into let's get into maybe our main villain a little bit, Walter, the yeah. dad. Okay. How evil do you think leaving two pages out of a kid's book is? Ooh. Um I don't know. It like Part of me is like that's kind of like just a business decision based on where they were, mm-hmm. and, you know. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I don't think it's like let, let's put it this way. I don't think it's like grand, like high witch evil. No, you know? definitely not. I <laughs> I don't know. There were so many other. I just think it was. There were so many other ways to skirt that and be like, how do you think it is? Like, just put text on it or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Address <laughs> that you left it blank in yes. some manner. Yeah. Um, I guess, like, the, the the villainous thing there is he didn't do a recall. He just let it go out. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like, well, we're not going to spend the money on the reprint. Just send it out. Yes. Um, yeah. See if we get pushback. <laughs> See if we get pushback. 
And like, here's the thing. If I got that book, like if I was reading that mm. to my nieces or my nephews, right, and I came across it and there is two pages missing, I'd be like, huh, two pages missing. Weird. But I'd never get angry about it. You know what I mean? Like, I would never be up in arms contacting the publisher being like, this children's book is missing two pages. <laughs> I have an uncle in the business. I'm calling him. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, oh, ours got, like, the pages got stuck together when it got printed or something, you know? Yeah. Uh, I would never be, like, up in arms about it. No, absolutely not. Also, like, he's pretty, he's a little snappy with his, um, I don't know what 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 her job title would be. Assistant. I don't know what executive she, assistant. Executive assistant. There, that's probably her job yeah, title. Yeah. Executive assistant. Uh, he's pretty snappy with her. I'm gonna argue she's bad at her fucking job. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, she needs yeah. to be. She needs to be a little. Yeah. Oh, Amy Sedaris. Yeah. Yes! Uh, yeah. So oh, whenever she's in something, I'm like, oh right, Amy Sedaris. I love her. Oh yeah. She, like from BoJack and all the rest. She's so funny. She's oh, got yeah. a great voice. Um. Yeah, so funny. Yes, because let, let's let's not forget that this whole thing starts with her, pretty mm -hmm. much, right? Like this movie should have ended with Buddy showing up at the office dressed as an elf and being like, "I've got a, I'm here to see my dad." And she goes, "Oh, how cute! I think you've got like a tele, like a mm -hmm. singing telegram or something like that." And lets him into the building, lets him into the uh, office. Yep. And then it turns out, oh no, he's nuts. Mm -hmm. Uh, so like it should have been like, no, you're not seeing him today. See you later. Movie over. <laughs> roll <laughs> roll, roll credits. credits. It's a Christmas classic. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, she. Well, no, my whole thing is is I don't think she should have continued to like. She she's not a barrier at all to this man. Although he's quite large. Yeah. I mean, if that guy was running at me, that outfit. Oh, I'm, no, getting, no, no. I'm out of the way. You're, you're out of the way. I'm out sure. of the way. But there was no physical. What do you? <laughs> There is no physical intimidation going on here. She she is the 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 gatekeeper of his time. Yes, you know. Uh, also, yeah. so uh, the whole idea now, mind you, this is rectified by the end of the movie that he's not spending enough time with his family, or what have, or he's like, oh, I've got to take my dinner. The only time we see him take his dinner in the office is when he's like, I just found out I might have a son. Like, yeah. I think that's a fair dismissal. <laughs> okay. Legit. I think that's a fair, like, I, oh, I got a bunch of work to do. No, I need to longingly look at this photo and reassess my whole life. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to check that off. Absolutely. Oh yeah. You deserve, you deserve to put your feet up and have a little existential crisis. Uh, out of the view of your family. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, we all need the existential crisis, dinner alone sort of thing. Oh, like, you can't have a crisis like that in front of your family, I think. Yeah. Until we get all our ducks in a row. We got to figure it yeah, out first. See what's I just, up. I need to get away. I need to think about mm -hmm. this for a hot minute. Yeah, I don't blame him for that at all. I don't blame, yes, I don't blame him for that. I think, I also think if I had... Two writers tell me our idea is to hire another writer. I would slap them both. In the face. I was like, "You're all, you're both fired. You're both so fucking fired." Yeah, like, like your your pitch is literally, uh, "Let's get someone better at the job than us." Like, why didn't I think of that? Yes, it's like one time I worked on this comedy script and I read it and like I couldn't. It, it was a comedy and I was like, I, I couldn't find a joke. Right. So I went in and I was like, "What?" What it what is what is this? <laughs> like I was like, what is this? And they were like, oh yeah, um, the guy that wrote it said he left a lot of room for comedy. <laughs> 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 I fucking 
screamed. <laughs> I screamed, laughed in the interview. I was like, that's the funniest thing I mean, I've ever heard. Yeah, uh, don't get me wrong. We've all done the uh, insert joke here. Oh, Joel. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Sometimes you miss a few of those. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you, you ship it. You're like, yeah. whoops. Okay. But not, not a comedy. Oh, shit. I wrote, <laughs> I wrote alt for this and never came up with any alts. Oh, shit. man. That's my favorite. I think that's such a funny burn, though, on people. <laughs> like, can you imagine saying that to a comedian after they got off stage? <laughs> How did I do? Oh, man. You're great. You left a lot of room for comedy <laughs> up there, man. You left so much room for comedy. Damn. You, you could have really up. packed that full of jokes if you'd wanted to. If you'd wanted to. Wow. Man, there's so, many, so much room for punchlines. Like, like a big empty box that you could put anything in. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Yes. Okay, so... Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm even going to say, like, uh, Walter's boss, I'm going to argue, is also right in mm, being mm-hmm. totally pissed at this. Because we find out that not only did Walter be like, okay, the, the book is missing pages. Just send it out anyway. Who would care? But then when his boss comes in, he goes, is this your signature on the proofs? And sure enough, it is. And he approved two blank pages. Yes. In the middle of that book. So that that's not the printer's fault. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, that falls squarely on his shoulders. So I'm I'm sort of on his side for like, you need to make this right right now. Like we you need to redeem yourself with a project. Do I think you're gonna get your people's best ideas by doing a Christmas Eve uh, idea pitch? No, but maybe that guy needs, you know, a little I don't know. I always feel like I, I feel like that's always such a power move. Like there's no reason to ever do that really. Like no. this can't wait one and a half days. Like we can't come in on boxing day. You know what I mean? Yes. Like this can't wait one and a half days. If if it's that urgent, then it should be done yesterday. Like it should be done on the twenty third or whatever uh, right, that right. is. You know what I mean? Because like to me, anytime I've had an employer do something like fucked up like that, I'm always like, Oh, you're just exercising your power and you want to be like okay so who's loyal to the team and it's like yeah no 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 one should be loyal to their fuck you (laughs) also there's no such thing as a uh children's book emergency hey there it is right there yeah <laughs> yeah, children's book emergency. Unless a library is on fire, that then doesn't exist. A, but that's it not, doesn't exist. That's that, and the that's fire a, is the that's emergency. a fire emergency. It's <laughs> a fire emergency. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another villainous thing that Walter does. Uh, speaking of children, mm-hmm. um, is uh, we see him in his office with a nun, and she's like, "So you're taking the books back?" And he's like, "Well, you didn't pay for them, so." Yeah, like he's repossessing books from orphans is uh, the subtext there. I suppose so. I don't know. I don't like nuns. Well, that, that would be <laughs> I my... was like, I was like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, I don't care what those circumstances are here. I don't like nuns. They freak also... me out. I find them creepy. <laughs> <laughs> These, those were all my arguments. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, you didn't even go. You didn't go to Catholic school. No. no OK, no, so no. this is just this is unfounded. Oh yeah, it was just. This is just like too many pop culture evil nuns. No, I think I think it's just based off of vibes. I okay, just fair anybody that's like I don't know. I'm just not a religious person, and anytime somebody's like you know everything I do is for God, I'm like ah, I don't know if you could be trusted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why though? Why? Uh, what why? is that? What's your angle? Uh, no, 
1,000%. Also, like, yeah, they've, they've been pretty fucking terrible to uh, indigenous communities in Canada. So, yeah, fuck them. Oh, you know what? I will say my one exception is Sister Act. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I can yeah. get through that one pretty, pretty Yeah, well. it would be Goldberg's <laughs> try. You know, she's, she's fun in that. But I, my defense of it is, yeah, the Catholic Church can absolutely afford to pay for books for orphans. Yes, you know there I mean? you go. That's a great argument. You know, I 100% agree with that, yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, fucking uh, <laughs> dipping <laughs> into some of that sexual assault money. I don't know. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> oh, this got so much darker than I wanted it to be. I'm sorry. Uh, All right, well, it's... Uh, okay. Yeah. Huh. Have you seen those videos of people... Because... Uh, so there's one scene where uh, Buddy chugs a two-liter at the dinner table. Oh, Have you yeah. seen these videos of people chugging Sprite? <laughs> no. It's so fucked up. I guess it's one of these. Uh, and first of all, I don't think you should do any of I'm like, any TikTok challenge, just don't do it. Because no. like, there's always some element of like danger or like stupidity, like, stupidity yeah. or like this can't be good for you in a sense or whatever. But there's one where it's like, it's not a two liter, but I think it's just like a normal, you know what I mean? I, I think like whatever, 500 milliliters or whatever it is. Okay. Of people chugging Sprite. You chug Sprite. And then, like people are burping, it, it sounds it sounds like the devil arriving. It is right. like such a it's it's like a ghoul coming out of them. Um, and yeah, I've seen like <laughs> I don't know what the algorithm's doing. They're like, you like watching people, people burp. <laughs> you Rebecca's like it? Got strong belch energy. Yeah, what can we strong say? belch energy. Uh, yeah, and then, like, I don't know, this is way off topic. Would you remember there was, like, the milk challenge or whatever a few years ago? What's the milk challenge? I think this challenge? was even, like, before, this was even, like, before the internet, almost. Oh, where you chug, like, a, like... I think it was, like, a four liter of Everybody milk would gather around in a parking yeah, lot yeah, of a yeah. high school. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just watch somebody border, like, kill themselves. Yeah, like. they're like, can you drink, like, it's, like, something like four liters of milk in, like, one hour or something. I forget the exact numbers. They're not important. <laughs> the, the but the point was was like it's it was larger than the fluid capacity of your stomach Ugh. so like there's no physical way that yes. you could actually drink that much milk mm -hmm. and like you just ended up throwing up milk all over the place yeah that, that, that was the challenge everybody. that was the challenge and and like i'm gonna say it, mostly young men decided no i can fucking do it <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> nah, I feel like I knew a couple of women like that. Couple yeah, fair of, enough. A couple of girls that were like, "Yeah, I, I'm gonna snort a pixie stick at a party," and it's like, "But why?" Oh yeah, no, sorry, I do not mean to gender <laughs> stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't is... mean, I don't mean to gender stupidity. It is. It can be anywhere. <laughs> it can be anywhere. It can be everything. Uh, women never let a man tell you you can't do something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, get on those train tracks. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Why do I feel like I'm going to hear you? I'm, I'm just going to have that little Craig voice in my head the next time I do something fucked up. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. The next time I'm drunk, it's going to be. Girl, you can totally jump that fence. <laughs> Girl, how hard can a mechanical bull be? Because, <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, I have that voice, but it's my own voice. But yeah. I might make it your voice now. <laughs> you might be getting phone calls in the morning, like, "What the fuck did you make me do, do last night?" Like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> I heard it. 
<laughs> That's how you know it. we've been spending too much time together. When one of the devils or angels on your shoulders <laughs> are placed by the other person. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely a devil. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah, no yeah, question. Yeah. <laughs> no question whatsoever. Uh, oh, you could be both for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got a nice, a real nice balance. <laughs> Maybe you should do your taxes, Rebecca. <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, Yeah, so I don't know. I think a lot of the things that Walter does are completely justified in this movie. Um, And he has such a... It takes little to no convincing to have this man do a turnaround. All it takes is his son showing up to the office looking slightly disappointed. And he's like, ah, okay. (laughs) But buddy. And then he's just like, yeah, fuck this job. That's the only thing I wouldn't... I don't necessarily agree with. Other than maybe, like... I agree that you shouldn't have a meeting on Christmas Eve. I agree it's a dick power move. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would also say that once you're fucking in the boardroom and everybody is there, just do the meeting. You know? How long could it possibly take? How long could it possibly take? Just do the meeting. Respect everybody's time in that sense. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you you can't be like, oh, this meeting on Christmas Eve is bullshit. Um, And then even though you show up, you know? Like, and like you, you need to be like, this meeting's bullshit before you show up to that meeting. Yes. If you've already shown up, you've just got to be like, okay, we're all here, let's just crank this out. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, the only thing I would maybe give him there is the writing's on the wall that he's going to be fired. He approved those pages, were blank. Yes. They've, they've given him pretty much an impossible task of pitch mm-hmm. us a, an A-plus children's book out in the first quarter of next year, which I don't even think those timelines would work. Um, although, how hard is it to... I mean, it's not like it's a novel. <laughs> <laughs> Children's authors are very talented and they do an important resource, but like, I, I don't know. How long does it take? Like, how many revisions did like... I literally... I, <laughs> I have no... I can't even venture a guess on any of this. I have no idea. Fair enough. Yeah, if you're in children's publishing, let us know, because I'm just... Speaking out of my ass. <laughs> I'm, just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making things up here yeah. constantly. Uh, speaking of, I got to read a very cool book to my niece, though, called uh, Everyone Farts. Uh, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing the whole line. Everybody poops. Everybody farts. Everybody. Oh, it's just like everyone farts. Uncles fart and think it's funny. Like, that's the rhyming scheme. It's like, mom, but there's like, moms don't fart. And like, that's the whole thing. It's very funny. I don't know. I can't describe it. Well, Go look it up. It's All very right. charming. My oh. niece laughed the whole way through. Okay, I want to get your opinion on something. This is not this is not villain related, but it's I, I just want to know if it's just me or not. I honestly believe that whoever made Zoe Deschanel blonde should be fired. <laughs> oh yeah. It, I, I, okay, so here's why I want to ask you about this. Because like I'm not sure if it's just like, oh, you know, like I'm not I'm not super, I'm like, oh, you know, blondes isn't like my biggest thing. You know what I mean? So I'm like, is this just my personal preference or is it because I genuinely, like I, to me, when I look at her, I'm like, this doesn't suit you at all. Yeah. It it took me out of it for a minute. I was like, oh, she's blonde in this. Mm. Interesting. But no, she absolutely has very strong brunette energy. Yes. Yeah. Ridiculous. Just let let her be. She's let her. Yeah, anyway, it doesn't matter. Well, <laughs> did you see the thing where she cut her bangs and no one recognized her? 
No. Like she she grew out her bangs. Like she so she no longer has bangs. And everyone's okay. like, who is that? And it's like that's so <laughs> <Deshna>. <laughs> like, <laughs> So like she's clearly famous for like a certain look. And I, I, I can definitely empathize with that. Like, you know, you, you don't want to be locked into anything. But yeah, no. Brunette all the way. Brunette all the way. Okay, good. I also would like to point out that because <laughs> at one point, so Buddy chops down a tree. <laughs> And Walter freaks the fuck out. He's like, this is the, fe- it is. It is it's a, a real, it's actually like a really big problem <laughs> if you do that. So did he cut it down from like Central Park, presumably? Well, yeah, they're in New York. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's got to be there or like some other park. You know what I mean? It's a park. <laughs> right, 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 right. You cut it down from a park. Yeah. I'd be freaking the fuck out. She's like, ah, it's just a little light. It's not a big, well, yeah, maybe that's an issue. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. This isn't like jaywalking or, uh, yeah. If that guy is busting up everything in my house, like, I don't know if my, also this is, this is a move that I found confusing. Um, cause I gotta tell you if somebody's busting out up my like whole house, my, my solution to that wouldn't be bring him to work. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Well, oh. he's ruined everything here. Let's take him. Let's take him to my place of employment. <laughs> let's see if I can ruin my home and professional life. You know what I mean? Like if I had a dog that shit on the floor constantly. Yeah. And we were like, as a as a family unit, we were like, listen, somebody's got to be on this dog twenty four hours a day until we fix this problem. My solution would not be to get a collar on and be like, all right, let's go to the office so she, you can shit all over that floor, too. An apt analogy. Yeah, <laughs> I would not. No, it's it's true because, like, there is a certain level of professionalism where, like, if you show up with somebody, like, you take responsibility for that, right? Mm-hmm. You take responsibility for their actions a little bit because you vouched for this person. Yes. And that's certainly how Walter got him in was he's like, go to the mailroom. I vouch for you, you know. Mm-hmm. And then just chaos. <laughs> He's starting chugging whiskey, thinking it's syrup, and like making a dance. Like he gets called out of a meeting. Walter gets called out of a meeting because Buddy <laughs> is making such a disturbance in the mailroom. I was like, that would be it. Done. See you later. I tried. I tried to get you a job. I tried to have this relationship with you. I'm getting called out of important meetings because you're causing such a ruckus that the person down there can't control it. I love that scene so much. That would be the funnest day of work of all time. We all went to the mail room and there was just like a rally. <laughs> like just <laughs> just a, a huge dance circle. They talk about that for years. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Every place this guy goes, I'm like, he is at least, I would say, not maybe to the bosses, but I'm like, you are enriching the employees' lives. <laughs> Whoever you surround. Yes. Like the whole setup of him, he's like, "Well, Santa's coming." <laughs> when he Santa, like when he, I could replay that one part over and over and over again. So many people bring up that, like, uh, I was talking to somebody the other day. They said they do not like Will Ferrell because all it is is yelling. Okay. He's like, oh, he's just yelling. All he does is yell, and I'm like, yes, and I fucking love it. <laughs> I lo- I could listen to him yell ever. I just want everything he yells is so cool. Ma, the meatloaf, like everything he yells, I just want to yeah. yell it. Get off the roof. <laughs> if you haven't seen his SNL edition, check it out. Kevin. <laughs> Get off the roof. Uh, I could listen to Will Ferrell yell all day. I don't even care if that's all that is. Yeah. That's all his call. I don't care if that's all it is. 
I love it and I subscribe. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes, absolutely. There's a weird thing in comedy where you can sometimes just reduce a certain style or technique down to like, well, that's just doing this. Mm-hmm. Ah, and, okay. And, and you, you can absolutely do that and you can be right. And you're like, well, Seinfeld's just uh, making observations of things that anybody can make observations of. It's like, yeah, but that's why it works, mm-hmm. you know? And if it works for you, it works for you. And I think if it doesn't work for you, then that very that that simplistic argument of that style very quickly becomes dismissive. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, well, all he's doing is yelling. Well, there's a little more to it than that. <laughs> but I see how if you don't like what he's doing, yeah. fine, that's a thing of taste. Mm-hmm. And then you can be like, well, it's just yelling. That's so it. It's like when people, because uh, new comics, I see this all the time when they've, you can tell when somebody really likes like that style, like that George Carlin style. The ranty. Yeah, yeah. the ranty, whatever. And they get out there and they don't understand why they're not getting any response. And I'm like, oh, because you think it's just ranting. It's the tone. It's, it's, not, not, it's the delivery, y- not the content. Yeah, it's so interesting. Bill Hicks, the same way. Yeah. A lot of people also did, um, uh, uh, um, oh, I'm blanking on his name right now. Uh, anyway, one-liner guy. Mitch uh, Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg, thank yeah. you. Jesus. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of the same thing. But So it's just like, yeah, you're right. There are like 16 things going on at the same time, but you, sometimes you watch something, you're like, well, that's just that. That's just that. I yeah. could do that. I could do that, no nope. problem. Nope. Um, <laughs> about him getting so excited about Santa, though, and this goes back to my argument that I think Buddy would be obnoxious even to elves. I think he, <laughs> I think he is obnoxious to elves. I uh, mean, they were pretty quick to be like, yeah, this guy. Get out of here. Yeah, like, get out of here, right? <laughs> Which is... Uh, in the, in that scene in particular, so he there, we're in the mall, right? In this mm-hmm. little toy, the Santa's Village, the North Pole in the mall, and they're like, Santa's coming tomorrow. He's like, Oh my God, Santa, Santa! Mm-hmm. Buddy knows Santa. Buddy yeah. has had a face to face conversation with Santa. Mm-hmm. Can you? That, that's like getting you, Rebecca, getting that excited about seeing me. It's like you saw me last week. <laughs> <laughs> you know, be <laughs> like, Craig, Craig's here. Oh my God, Craig. And, and everyone, everyone would oh, be like, I'm going to do that so hard the right? next time I see you, man. <laughs> the second you started saying that, I was like, oh, oh I could do that. Fucking loot. But you know what I mean? Everyone around you'd be like, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I get away with it once. You get away with it once. <laughs> if I did it every time, people would fucking lose it. Or like, but your boss, you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. He works at the North Pole in Santa's workshop. So, like, the main guy, like, and you go, like, yeah, and you lose it? No, absolutely No, because I don't think it's necessarily a job. I think it's more, I think of Santa as, like, a cult leader. Mm. Santa's a cult leader, essentially, okay? Because he, nobody's getting really paid here, okay? No, true. Um, You get one of three jobs? Mm. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Really? Also notice dentist wasn't on that list. Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we haven't learned anything since the 60s. One of three jobs you can never leave. You're stuck here. Yeah. You, you can, yeah, like it's like you're not within the rest of the population. You can, I, I don't know. There's just like a lot going on. It has a very like. We're, this is the cult of Santa. Yes. It's like we work at Santa's workshop and we work very well and we hammer toys. And, and I it, like that idea of like, well, you know, I can only fly if people believe in me. It's and like, yet. <laughs> My whole thing is I never give people evidence of my existence. They exactly. can never know about me. But they have, but to, they have believe. to believe in me. That's a cult, man. That's that's for sure a cult. <laughs> that's this a cult. Magic- so I would say 
if uh, somebody in a cult, they might get that excited every time they see their cult. Fair leader. enough. Fair enough. And I guess if if an elf's job, if a Santa's elf job is also to be the hype man for Santa, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like the. It, like the cheerleader, the hype man, the like, give it up, everybody. Mm-hmm. He's the number one in the North Pole. He's the absolute <laughs> best. <laughs> this guy, the, he's the original Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> give it up to my friend and yours, Mr. Santa Claus, everybody. <laughs> oh my God. Now all I want is a scene with Pitbull introing <laughs> Santa. <laughs> I love it. the original Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> I love that. That's great. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. But I, I will point out that there is a place where I think Santa really has fucked up. So, mm-hmm. like, Buddy is not being nourished how he should. He's not sleeping like he should. Mm-hmm. Um, he's trying to fit in an elves world. And they mentioned that he's having such a hard time because he's the only human at the North Pole. He is not the only human at the North Pole. Santa Claus, I believe, is also a human. I think he's a magical human, but he's not an elf. That is that, yes. Right. We have conversations with Santa Mm -hmm. being like, I've been to New York City. Here's what to expect. Here's what not to do. Don't eat the gum off the street. It's not free candy. Like he he gives Buddy like instructions. Yes. But at no point in the past 30 years has Santa taught him how to be a functioning human. Or given him a proper size chair, quite frankly. Right, He's got to have other chairs. Now that you're saying this, I had never put this together, but yes, absolutely. You have to have other furniture about. You do. You're elves. You build things things. for (laughs) presents. You're telling me no one got a rocking chair as a Christmas present ever? For sure. For sure they did. A human-sized rocking chair. Yes. All the furniture coming out of that is not child or elf-sized furniture. Ah, and they never give him one. They never give him one. Wow. There's for sure an Andy mattress factory somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's a great, I honestly, I think that's a great point. So I had th- not, I had not thought of that. I at think all. so much of the trouble that Buddy gets in in New York City is a direct consequence of negligence on Santa's behalf. Mm-hmm. being like oh. you're the only like obviously bob newhart can only take you so far yes in terms of like what it means to to be a, a human mm-hmm. right because i am an elf and I, I will teach you work ethic which apparently he doesn't even have although no he is really good he built that rocking horse that night oh yeah he's, he's just not good for an elf standard yeah but like for a human being he's tremendously talented <laughs> yes he tunes the piano he builds things he can dance he can sing he can oh, he can fucking make the shit out of a display yeah Let's be no that's real. true that's true that was that's so magical okay i understand though why his boss would be upset by that because you've worked retail right yeah you know that there's like a whole fucking plan that like <laughs> head office has sent you mm-hmm. to like optimize like traffic flow and merchant. Like there's a whole merchandising plan that had gone into designing that North Pole at the mall. Yeah. And then Buddy just comes in the night before and fucks it all up. I love that he thinks somebody's after it. He's like, somebody's got him for my job. Yeah. I can fucking feel it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. But that's the that's the environment that he's working in, you know? And honestly, that's the job Buddy should have had at, at the end, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah Just yeah. he goes or they get him to go around from store to store and do displays. He'd be living his best life. Absolutely. That would be absolutely He'd incredible be for him. the most efficient guy in the world at it. 
And if I can just double back on my point too about Buddy not having these life skills and being annoying to elves themselves. So there is there is a point where uh, the kid comes in, right? Uh, when he's like, leave the job and go find Buddy because he's run away. And he says, Buddy cares about everybody. All you care about yourself is yourself. I'm going to say, no, not at all. Buddy does not care about everybody. Buddy has somehow walked through this movie with like no sense of interpersonal cues, right? When people tell him, no, Buddy, I don't want to do that, he doesn't listen to them. When they go, not now, Buddy, he doesn't leave and come back later. Like he... Like he barges into the meeting with uh, Miles, right? Mm. And goes, Daddy, I'm in love and I don't care who knows it. And Walter goes, not now, buddy. I'm in the middle of something. And he goes, anyway, I'm just going to keep doing that. No, that's fucking <laughs> awful. Stuff. Are you telling me that, that, that elves in the North Pole have no interpersonal skills? No way. Yes. No way. And to further that, I would say, I don't think I would ever date a guy that the first interaction we have is you came into the women's washroom while I was showering. (laughs) It's going to be a no on the date. Oh yeah. 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 I, that's one thing I wanted to talk to you about is that relationship going through this movie. I remember it being a lot sweeter Mm -hmm. and I was just like, Oh, she's hardly in it at all. Yep. Um, they don't really have any interactions where, like, he wins her over. Um, uh, I think... Okay. I think there's some charm to the, like, she shows them the big Christmas tree. Like, when they actually go on their date, I'm like, that's kind of... They're cute. Okay, fair enough. They're cute on the date. Yeah. They're not cute before that. No. <laughs> I Like, she kisses him. Because there's this sweet thing where he kisses her on the cheek. And he's like, oh, sorry. She's like, you missed. Like, kiss me on the lips. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's kind of sweet. But I'm like, why, though? Why would you do that? Well, that's probably why they had... <laughs> I feel like you have to cast somebody of, like, Zoe Deschanel caliber rom-comness. Do you know right. what I mean? Like, that's why this is passable. Because she is a very... Char- like You know what I mean? You just look at her face and you're like, all right, well, well we're all in love. Okay. We're, we're, someone's going to fall in love with you by Continue. the end of this movie. Continue. <laughs> like I used to know a woman that would come in to a cafe that I worked at and she's absolutely like 10 out of 10, like take your breath away, gorgeous. And I would watch men like she would like she'd finish her coffee or whatever and leave. And I would watch men try chase her down. They'd be like, they'd be like trying to get up the the nerve just, to talk to this, this woman. Like, I, I can't let this opportunity, like, I've seen you and I know you exist now and I need to shoot wow. my shot. Um, and I think, obviously, Zoe Deschanel's got that, uh, yeah, that yeah. texture oh, for, to oh, her. for sure, for sure. Yeah, for yeah, sure. like, I buy into it. Yeah. But I think only yeah. because of the caliber. <laughs> I, yes, I agree. It's like, <laughs> I, I'm kind of thinking of it as, like, the, her arc in this movie is, um, she's kind of a Grinch about it and doesn't want to sing in public. And it's like, oh, who will who will crack her hard shell and mm. show that she's like nice and warm inside? But like that hard shell is like like the top of a creme brulee. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you crack just that like, bitch with a spoon. <laughs> like just any any second now, just one guy shows dressed up as <laughs> Will Ferrell shows up dressed as an elf and is like, that's probably charming enough. We're good. Okay. So I also would very, I, I, w- I want to talk about Dinklage real quick. Yeah. Um, because obviously he's kind of a villain. Uh, but I think I would, I'm going to argue everything he does absolutely just fine. 
A hundred percent. Okay. Choir, First of all, if you are the Dr. Seuss of your, if you're like the height, like the, the, the most you can be, First of all, yeah, you're allowed to be like, I want this type of car. I want it to be picked up. You you are allowed to have specifics because yeah. you're the best. Okay. Yeah. I can't tell you how annoying. Like, I've met comics that are super divas, obviously. And then when I see them on stage, I'm like, are you allowed to be or no? <laughs> Does what do that you make mean? Sense? What do you mean? Because, like, okay. Being a diva at any point is an unbecoming quality, okay? Sure. Like, I don't think I could ever do... I, I, I never walk into a space and demand anything at any level of popularity, yeah. right? Rebecca Reeds is here, <laughs> <Yes>. everybody! <laughs> <laughs> where's my flute? <laughs> flute? <laughs> I can't where's even... Where's my flute? Where's my flute? But if you ever get a rider, you need to be like, have a flute. Have a flute. <laughs> I would actually like a bouquet of flutes. <laughs> <laughs> I would Nobody like all my flutes just... to be in flutes. <laughs> anyway, um, but I would say this. Okay, so anytime I've seen a comic be a diva, I'm like, is this allowed? And what I mean is, does your talent make me go, right. okay, I don't like that you're a diva, but I can see why you believe you deserve special treatment. Okay, if you're like fucking smack, like just fucking crush it. What I can't stand, <laughs> like, and I still don't like that, but at least in my head I can go, okay, I get where that's coming from. Yeah. Okay, I understand the line here. When I watch somebody be a diva and fucking bomb. Yeah. <laughs> what? Like, what is happening here? Oh yeah, you need to support it. Yes. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no. You gotta back that shit up, man. You can't be coming here like after bands or Mick talking Jagger, shit. You kind of get it, right? Yes. Oh my god. Okay, so so Dinklage, I'm like, yeah, I get this. Okay, so you're the top of your field. You're allowed to be, you you know what I mean. You're allowed to be a bit of a diva. Okay. You also him wanting to get off the phone when the secretary, sorry, when the uh, executive assistant is like, is like interjecting. Why are you even talking on this phone call? Yeah, you're the worst. You're absolutely the worst. Of course, get off that phone. Yes, call. no, and it's not an emergency. He doesn't, he doesn't cancel it after that. He's just like, yeah. yes. And I'd like to point out. So, so th there is a big difference. What you're saying between being a diva and asking for the things that you need. Right. Ooh, or or okay, those yes. things, sort of things. Right. So like like in terms of a performer, you could be like, oh, I need like, you know, this sort of thing. I need like, you know, uh, you know, Fiji water and I need like this sort of thing. But like I I've seen some performers, riders and some of the stuff is like I need like throat coat tea because mm. like that's I use my voice. Yes. So I need to take care of it. So I need this brand of tea here. And that's like not a fucking diva thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. To ask for a special thing, or it's like, or I need a notebook and a notepad in the room. I need like, I need these things. I need some yogurt backstage so I can snack on it. And I get it if you're touring around mm -hmm. and like, you expect that. But it also like the the line I think between diva and um and just asking for what you need is how you react when you don't get it. Oh, you know what I mean? that's interesting. Where you go like, hi, I would like this. I would like mm -hmm. this. I would like this in the in the room ready to go. Um, please have that. And they go like, oh, well, we got you the wrong brand of yogurt. You know, mm -hmm. it, or, or it's the it's the the famous like coffee thing. It's like the assistant gets the coffee and you just the wrong order and you throw it in their face. <laughs> you know, like that's that's the extreme. That's kind of like the sitcom version of this. Right. But there's also a version of like, oh, Oh, there's cream in this? I can't drink dairy. Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry. 
Does anybody else want this? I can't, you know, like that's a, mm -hmm. that's a difference. Um, and I think in this case, he's being asked to fly in last minute Yep. to, uh, to save your ass the week of Christmas, by the way. Yes. He for sure has some other things going on and his demands are actually, um, I would like to be picked up in a car of a certain type mm -hmm. and have the temperature set to a certain temperature. temperature. Wow. That's not actually no. all that hard. No, it's it shouldn't be. And I'm going to go even go one further and go, he is a, a little person, and he probably has some accessibility requirements. So he probably wants a certain type of car because he knows it's a car that he can uh, safely travel in. Oh, maybe I didn't even think of that. I do think... Uh, <laughs> I do think he to Buddy totally deserves the beatdown. Yes, gets. of course, of course. I love it. I love it. Totally deserves the beatdown. And I want to get to just this very last point because I, this was the one part where I was like, actually, to me, that is villainous, okay? He leaves the other two writers. Oh! <laughs> the other two writers find his notebook and they're like, yo, there's so many good ideas here. And I was like, that's, that's against the code. <laughs> it's against the writer's code, goddammit. You can't do that. Dude, if somebody found my joke notebook and was like, oh, found a couple of ditties in here, gonna rip them. <gasps> oh, I mean, it, it, <laughs> it would be a lawsuit for sure. Yes, yes. At, at the very least. Yes. Because one, you can prove that you flew to New York City to have a meeting mm -hmm. with them this day. Two, that this was an idea that was in your notebook and they developed the idea after you met with them without paying you, you know? Like it, it, it wasn't, and, and, and the agreement they had was not, we'll buy one of your mm -hmm. ideas. It was come and pitch us an idea yep. and we'll, we'll get it. So it's like, they, they fucked up. I, I <laughs> that's, yes, you're right. It's for, it's for sure illegal. It's... Oh, man. Also, because there's such a difference between let me present what I want from this notebook versus we read through your whole notebook. <laughs> oh, yeah. God, I can't even imagine. Oh, yeah. When they were doing that, I was like, I'm stressed. I'm stressed out. <laughs> I don't like it. Do you know how many ideas just don't even make it off the page? Yeah. Oh, man. I'll read I'm some just... stuff that I write. <laughs> For whatever reason, I'll, I will wake up in the middle of the night and be like, oh, that's going to be up. Fucking diddy. And then I'd wake up in the morning. I'd be like, what happened here? Oh, yeah. No, it, the, the sleep inspiration is always insane. I woke up once and it was uh, all I'd written was hobbits and global warming. Like, that was it. <laughs> what is with what that? Is that? What is it? I don't know. Mine was my biggest one was uh, there are more wizards in July. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? <gasps> What does that? And I, I was like, this is going to be my best. You know what I mean? I You're always convinced. I woke up in the middle of the night that this is the like, best this idea. This is the best joke I've ever thought of. And I can't. Anyway. And you know what it is, actually? It, this is probably what it is. Because what's happening when you're dreaming is your brain is just kind of like making random connections to things. Mm -hmm. Right? And I think it just probably connected Wizards, July, and the part of your brain that lights up whenever it's a good idea. <laughs> like, it was just those three neurons firing, you know? And yeah. you're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely so i'm uh i'm all for uh i don't know chastising uh buddy get him out of the city 
This is uh, pure chaos is what he's bringing. He's not picking up on any social cues. He's not listening to people and what they want. He's just going crazy, eating spaghetti with maple syrup on it, feeding that to people like it's normal. I honestly don't think that would taste that bad. <laughs> no, I... I, I... <laughs> Yeah, you're she's right. like, mm, mm. I'm like, I don't even know if I'd have to fake that, quite frankly. I think oh, it'd be delicious. Actually, you know, it'd be really good. Like um, put a little syrup on it, mm-hmm. but like keep heating it. So it like reduces a little bit. It's yep. more of like a like it gets a little stickier. And like, oh, yeah. But you do that little pasta water in there. Oh. Stick it right in the pasta. It's done. It's over. Like I kind think. of a caramel sauce. Yeah. Almost Fuck. Do it. Somebody make this. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I mean for dinner tonight. <laughs> and tell us how actually disgusting it is yeah. because there's very little chance. It's, it's, it's good. sugar and carbs. How yeah. could it possibly go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's all I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so now it is time for our rankings of the villain. What do you got for us, Craig? Yeah, so uh, I've got uh, my children book, children's book classics scale. Yeah. Classic children book scale. That's how it's better. I don't, words make, have stopped making sense. What am I talking about? Uh, classic children book. <laughs> don't even edit this no. out. This is, no, uh, keep it. Okay, so on a scale of uh, Richard Scary, uh, you know, busy town, that sort of thing, uh, to Dr. Seuss, I'm giving Walter a Robert Munch. Uh, yeah, maybe a little grumpy and slightly abrasive on the surface, but deep down, a good person. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I've got the... Um, <laughs> Two things missing scale. <laughs> so from uh, two chocolates missing from an advent calendar to uh, two pills missing from your birth control, <laughs> I am going to give Walter a two cookies missing from your pack. That's just corporate greed. That's the only thing yeah. you're really guilty of, quite frankly. Otherwise, you're delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat the rest of them, but out of protest. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And guys, uh, before we get to our heroes and villains of the week, a couple ways that you can support the podcast. Uh, first of all, we are on Patreon, patreon.com slash right. If you don't know what Patreon is, it is a monthly subscription service where you get to support the artists that you like. Hopefully that's us. And uh, in return, you get some sweet, sweet rewards. So um, at our highest tier level, um, you get two bonus episodes every month. Two bonus. I do a pick, Rebecca does a pick, and we discuss things that maybe aren't uh, where the villain isn't all that right. Um, so uh, this month, December, we are talking about Andor, the Star Wars uh, series, as well as everything, everywhere, all at once. That's Rebecca's pick there. Um, so if you want to hear us talk about the villains in that and how maybe they're definitely not right, uh, <laughs> head on over to patreon.com slash the villain was right and sign up at our Gollum level tier to get all of that. And if you would like to follow us, you can follow us at VWR podcast on Twitter. Villain was right on Facebook. And if you would like to email us your suggestions, comments, stories, you can get us at us at villain was right at gmail.com. And now it is time for our heroes or villains of the week. What do you got? Yeah. So sort of, I've got a villain this week. And to sort of jump, yeah. off, sort of jump off of your point that you made about those writers stealing the the notebook, mm-hmm. my rant uh, this week is about AI art. Oh, I saw. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I saw have that. you been yes, following yes, this? Yes, I have. Been. So, like, if you're unaware, like AI, artificial intelligence, they, there's like these deep learning algorithms that have like examined all of this art, like they've fed it in, and it's basically on any text prompt you can put in and it paints this exact picture as a technology it is incredible it is unreal like you type it in and you get exactly what you typed in 
you can put prompts in like in the style of like Van Gogh or Picasso mm-hmm. or Leonardo da Vinci or whatever, and like it'll do it. And um, what I hate about it though, and from what I've been seeing from other some from visual artists on this, is the fact that like this thing is learning off of living artists yep. who are trying to make a living off of their art. Mm-hmm. And uh, without their permission, without their consent, with and without any compensation, their 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 art that they've spent decades developing mm-hmm. these skills on is just being fed into these computers, and then these computers can do can can replicate their style flawless, almost flawlessly, faster and cheaper. So it's putting artists out of business, which is an insane thing that we need to be like. Like, okay, here's my here's my point of this, right? <laughs> the whole point of AI and automation, like the promise, the utopian promise of it has always been um, it's going to free us from, like, the drudgery of, like, you know, backbreaking labor and boring work and stuff. And, like, the first industry they get rid of is artists. Like, that's supposed to be the thing that we'd spend time, like, when we don't have to bake our break our backs in in factories and fucking cleaning toilets, we'd all become artists. You know what I mean? We're all gonna paint pictures, and like that's the thing you get rid of, as opposed to like anything else. And it's 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 the equivalent of being fired and then asked to come back to train your replacement. <laughs> you know, only and, we don't even need you to come back because we have well, all your training videos. Exactly. <laughs> we just we're putting all of what you did for yeah. years into a computer and painting. So it's. It's just awful. It's 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 not the technology. It's the dumb tech bros who are like, we're gonna disturb or what or you know. I don't art. know, man. Like, I haven't seen any of them that I think I'm like that's sick. Yeah, fair. <laughs> enough. Honestly, I haven't. Okay, because there's always something fucked up about it. There's always something slightly off. It's almost like it's just not a fucked. I, I it's almost like I when I view it, I view it as its own separate thing. Yeah, it's not. I wouldn't want to buy a book like that. I wouldn't want to buy whatever. But like if it's there, I'm like, oh, okay, that's like a style. That's that's um I don't know computer jet. I I honestly I don't even know if I would. De- it's so hard. I don't even know if I would define that as art. Wow, that's the problem, right? Because art like- is human expression. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like a human expression. Uh, but if you need a quick picture for something and you're not going to hire an artist for it, you go into that and you get something that you can use. And mm-hmm. and and you're right. Maybe there's room for improvement in the technology, but it's it's. It's gone by leaps and bounds even over the last like year and a half. Yeah. That it's it's gonna get to that floss thing. So I'm like absolutely like don't use it. It fucks over artists who already have it so hard. Just just hire somebody. Hire someone to draw some things for you. That's all I'm saying. Just, Support artists. Just say you, no. <laughs> you know it has value in society because you want mm. it. So just hire an artist, respect that skill, and just do it. That that's my rant. <laughs> well that's uh i agree i agree wholeheartedly i haven't seen any of those photos i've been like sick <laughs> that's fucking sick okay team i've got a couple i've got <laughs> i don't know light light villains <laughs> light okay but i not to brag but i've been on the dating apps Ooh. as of recent and i gotta tell you i okay i've thought this entire time that everyone was kind of exact not exaggerating but i'm like these these screenshots we see of these wild men saying saying wild things or what have you or saying like strange things is just like oh it's it happens once in a blue moon and right. you move on 
Nay. No, no. <laughs> this is rapid fire. <laughs> Some of the weirdest stuff. I'm like, what is happening? Are people okay? And I'm going to read, I, I got to read you uh, a couple of these right now because they're just, I love them. I don't know if this, well, obviously I can't, I'm not going to post photos of anybody because that's a different, that's a, the privacy issue. But I'm going to read you some of these. This one uh, says, Dear Rebecca, your smile is a symbol of your strength. Never let it go down. And then we have, and I'm not exaggerating, 20 emojis. None of them go together. It's like it's like there's a suitcase. There's grapes. <laughs> well, we've got um, we've got a martini glass. We got some books. Um, we've got a guy doing a cartwheel. We've got a taco. A picture of a sunset. Um, and then it just concludes with "You are the best." Wish to know you, smiley face. Wonderful. That one made me laugh really hard. I was like, "That's great." Um, and this one, this one I got last night and I was like, Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Um, ain't it cruel that I only have one shot to attract the owner of those mesmerizing eyes. I was like, wow, a chill went down me and not the way you want it to. <laughs> <laughs> not the way you want it to. Oh, boy. So that's, I, I I have a couple more, but there's no reason to just keep going down this rabbit hole. But it's yes. It's rough out there on those streets. It is. That's that's the, my, my point of this week is it is rough out there. If you are with your loved one, hold them tight. <laughs> hold them so tight. <laughs> because this is the kind of stuff that I'm getting into. <laughs> Anyway, guys, uh, as always, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads on any platform of your choosing. Yeah, and you can follow me at Craig Fay Comedy on Facebook, Twitter, CraigFay.com for show dates. And yeah, I'll still promote it. Guys, listen to my new album, Performance <laughs> Review. <laughs> yeah, you got another review. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm just going to put it out there. It was, it was uh, considered one of the top 12 uh, albums of the comedy albums of the year by Pace Magazine, which is, uh, you know, two Fuck yeah. Uh, That's yeah. what we're talking about. Uh, guys, next week we okay. To we we have a tradition <laughs> where we do a weird movie at the end of the year. So next week, guys, you can look out for the Cable Guy. We are doing the Cable Guy next week, and this is the villain was right, reminding you to buy your dad a little lingerie. <laughs> The Villain Was Right is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as webcomics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.